Today's guest is our friend Brian. He's a Marcelo Garcia purple belt and the main man behind the casual Brian, casual brand. We know him as Brian, but the internet might recognize him as the casual Brian, casual jazzer, the casual grappler, and the casual producer. How are you, Brian? I'm good. Thank you. I, so, it's, Brian, it's weird to hear all those titles. <laughs> That's what you are. Own it. It is. It's true. That's who I am. So, Brian, can you tell us how you started jujitsu? So, jujitsu for me. So, my best friend, his name is Julian Williams. He's the owner and the head coach at Fusion XL. Um, it's an MMA gym outside of uh, our inside of Orlando. Some of his fighters are Mike Perry, uh, Phil Rowe, Hannah Goldie, um, Rodolfo Vieira. I grew up with that guy. We, we played basketball together. We ran track together. And then he started to get really into MMA. And he was like, yo, you need to start training this. And the first thing we did was we trained boxing. And then we started getting into grappling. And then from there, I did a lot of like MMA grappling. You know what I mean? Not, not, I thought it was the same as jujitsu until I started training at Marcelo. And then I realized that they're different. They're like crossover. There is a crossover, but MMA grappling versus like actual pure jujitsu are completely different things. So I didn't really, I feel like I didn't really start training jujitsu until I got to Marcelo's. What was, was a, well, when you say it was different things, what was the, uh, were the main differences? So for me, like, so firstly, there's no gi. So there's no concept of grips. There's no concept, because I think when you get the grips, it completely changes what the game is. You know, when you're in no gi, you're, it's more dynamic and athletic and explosive. So like, you can just be really athletic or really strong and power your way out of certain positions but if you're in the gi, you'll find yourself getting choked out doing the same exact movements. Also, you know, it's super simple, but when someone can punch you, you don't have time, you don't have all day to try to work on a leg lock or, you know, a pass or whatever, you know, I mean, like, it completely changes the game. Like, if you look at, like, some of the UFC fighters and they're getting punched in the stomach, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. But if you get punched in the stomach, you know, when someone's in like your half uh, half guard, it's awful. It's awful. It's crazy the amount of power you can generate from just that small distance. So I felt like, you know, training MMA grappling is more about athleticism. Your strength really matters. They matter in, in the gi too, but it's more just about control, wrestling. I feel like it's closer actually to wrestling than it is to actual jujitsu. Um, it's just more important takedowns, wrestling up, body controlled, you know, positions and all that stuff. So that's that's how I see the difference between the two. So when you say MMA grappling, are you talking about no gi or are you saying that like, is there a difference in MMA grappling and no gi? So for me, the difference between MMA grappling and I mean, they're pretty much the same, except the punching. You know what I mean? Like, which completely changes the whole approach you know what i mean like gordon ryan would who is arguably the best grappler right now you put gloves on and he can't do any of that you know you, you see it all the time like rodolfo are you guys familiar with rodolfo vieira mm -hmm. man the guy is an amazing world champion but in the ufc the grappling is different and also there's also the element with the actual gloves so getting certain chokes um, doing certain positions is difficult uh, with the gloves on. So I think it's a little bit different, but essentially it's the same. You know, I think most schools, if you go and they say we're going to do MMA grappling, they're probably going to just do no gi. MMA. Oh, okay. Well, MMA, though, it sounds like you were just training MMA. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, all, that's all I did. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. but, you know, that's what we was, that's, that's what they called it. I don't, I don't know if anyone else says no gi, no gi grappling or MMA right. grappling. They might just say grappling. They might say we're having wrestling. I don't know. That's what they called it. So that's what I call it to this day. Okay. Um, but I do think that there is a huge difference between just doing no gi and um, doing grappling that's for MMA. The gloves and then, you know, like all that leg lock game, 
it doesn't exist really in uh, MMA because you don't have the time, you know? Mm. Who's it that we just saw? Uh, was it Gary Tonin who got knocked out trying to go for a heel hook? And yeah. Ran... Yeah. NFC. You know, that guy's one of the best. It's and true. the guy just knew just enough uh, defense to give him time to rain down fire on your boy's face, put yeah. him smooth out. So, yeah, that's that's the difference for me. I'm gonna try. Maybe maybe that will be my leg lock defense now on in Marcellus. Yeah, but try it on Mateus. Oh shit! To be fair, the other guy was a. I think he's a 50-50 black belt too. Oh but really? He's no, yeah, he's a, he's a he's a accomplished grappler himself. I don't know if he has many um, accolades in grappling, but I know he is a Ryan Hall black belt. Okay. Okay. Well, then there you go. There you go. That's very fair. Yeah. So. Brian, um, we see you in in the afternoon classes a lot. You know, during the day you're Brian the grappler, but at night you're Brian the content creator. What are you really all about? Um, you know, I mean, I'm 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 both. I mean, I I'm really big into balance, and for me, you know, so I when I started down the kind of content creation social media management road a lot of the people that i started with they were focused on kind of being like gurus like telling people how to grow their pages and giving them tips and stuff and i had a, if you go back on my stuff you can see a lot of that but then i realized that sucks that's i don't want to fly around the world and the country telling people how to grow their instagram page that's boring so i really tried I re, i'm really intentional about building a life that i want to live that i can keep growing you know i always say i don't want to do more i just want the value of what i'm doing to increase i think it's a completely different mindset a lot of people are like oh i need more clients i need a, a better job it's like no i don't want to do more i love what i'm doing i, I grapple you know i i mean i train two hours a day um i work out i make tons of content and uh yeah man i so you know i think that i'm i'm everything um, what I what I mean what I enjoy the most I would definitely say is Marcelo, training jujitsu. That's where I feel the most alive. I'm with you there. I also feel the most dead there. <laughs> I don't know, man. You always you always seem to have so much energy when we roll. I'm like, jeez. Uh, that's this not guy, the case. <laughs> this guy, man. You know, I know it's just gonna be a rough time every single time. <laughs> nah, hey. So. What, so what? What is so? What is the? Uh, what is the casual? I mean, where does the casual uh, brand come from? Casual so, okay, style. so there's two places it comes from. Like there's the actual place it comes from, and then there's the the meaning and concept that I have behind it. So my I, my best friend OJ Marion Ross the third, he used to always be like, "Hey man, people are casually watching." And um, because, you know, like if you do social, you'll you'll do a post and it'll get like, let's say, let's say you do a post and it gets like 100 views, right? Or 100 likes or 100 pieces of engagement. But then like people will come up to you and say, hey, I liked your last video, but they didn't like your last video. And his whole point was people are casually watching. Everybody's casually watching what you're doing. So I always thought that was funny. And he would always say, you know, I'm casually, I'm casually pretty dope with it or casually like whatever. So I just kind of took that. And then the concept behind it was, I feel like for a lot of things, there's gatekeepers, you know, like I'm into anime. I'm really into anime. And a lot of people will be like, well, how many animes have you watched? Oh, do you watch sub or dub? And there's all these reasons to say why a person can't be a part of that community. So with the idea, the heart behind casual brand is that, no, man, you, you just want to casually watch a couple oh, yeah. of anime. If you, if you don't want to train UFC, but you like watching UFC, you can be a part of this community. It's not like all or nothing, you know? I, I just, it's the anti-gatekeeper community. So oh, yeah. that's that's the heart behind Casual Brand. If you're a black belt and you are sick with it, we love for you to join the community. If you are a white belt that trains twice a week, we'd love for you to be a part of the community and give your opinion too. That's another thing, you know, like, one th I think a lot of people suffer from this idea that like if you're not a black belt or you're if you're not established you can't have an opinion 
about something? No, white belts have opinions. They have thoughts. Some of them might be ridiculous, but <laughs> casually drop, <laughs> casually drop your opinion. You know what I mean? It's 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 a conversation that we want everybody to be a part of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, that that's the heart behind the casual brand. I, and also, I also thought that by having an umbrella brand, I would be able to cross over and expose people to certain things. You know, okay. uh, stuff that they might not have thought that they were into. You know, I expose a lot of people to anime. And now I get tons of people asking me, "Hey, what are your anime recommendations?" Um, sometimes I'll get music. People ask for music recommendations because I'm heavy into the music. So you know, just exposing people to different communities and making people feel safe to come into communities that they're interested in, but maybe they feel like they don't have enough of a of an expertise or knowledge you know have, have you ever had a bad experience of someone a bad gatekeeper or like oh my a really bad gatekeeper experience oh my gosh so okay <laughs> so i'm 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 39 years old and the anime community tends to skew young so every now and then i'll get some really brutal comments about you know bro you're too old to be like uh checking out anime or you know people anytime you talk bad about someone's favorite anime they get pretty nasty <laughs> okay. um, uh and then in, in the jazz actually in the jazz community i get a ton of gatekeepers they're probably the worst <laughs> they're probably the worst it's like you guys don't <laughs> you guys don't get it man they're, like i have so many people hit me up and they're like hey that that last video you posted it really wasn't jazz and I've been uh, following you since you had 80 followers. So I kind of feel like I have some say in this page and I don't think you should post that. And then sometimes they'll try to explain to me what jazz is and I'll just tell them, you know, I actually have a master's degree in jazz education. So, and I've taught at the college level, so casually keep your opinion <laughs> to yourself. Not yet. I, I, I actually talk to most people who even if they give negative comments, because most people just really, they're just looking Are for bored. interaction, you know? Yeah. Most people are just bored. Yeah. Yeah. More on TikTok than on other platforms. They hey. talk more shit on TikTok. Oh, yeah. They got time. So, Brian, I don't know if you follow the MMA community <laughs> on social media, but one of the most common insults that it's thrown around is that someone is a casual. How does, how does that make you feel? I love it. It's free advertisement. Oh, yeah. I stay. Oh, yeah. I yeah, people yeah, say yeah. that all the time. People say that all the time. Like they'll, they'll say, "Oh, well, look at this guy's uh, handle." Of course, he's a, he's a casual. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah, sure, I'm a casual. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't bother <laughs> it's me. At all. It's a, it's just I feel the same way about like being a bandwagon fan. Uh, bandwagon fan. Who cares? I don't. Oh, I get yeah. no. I get no. <laughs> There's no, you know what I mean? People act like it's such a noble thing to be a Jets fan for 25 years. You know, oh, okay, that, who cares? You were born in that city and so you go for the Jets, that makes you great? No, man, come on, get out of here. I pick winners. <laughs> it's more enjoyable. I, res I respect it. It's more enjoyable, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I just don't get it. I, I, I don't get it at all. I, I never got it. I never understand why people like, really think it's some kind of great thing you know it's like no fake that's fake uh fake i don't know well what, what if what if i guess back i'm not a jets fan at all i'm not a jets fan i'm happy but, to hear it yeah are you are you i'm i don't know who's good this year but i'm assuming you're following that team are you waiting um, well i'm actually i'm actually <laughs> riding with the bucks and we're not doing too good Okay. Um, we have a good team, but we're not doing too good. I'm a Brady fan. And the reason why I'm a Tom Brady fan is because my man got picked in the sixth round, fam. He was, he was a, he wasn't even like a starter at Michigan. Everybody looked over this guy. Oh, he wasn't he a starter a, at Michigan? He wasn't. No, he was, he, he split time in his senior year, which was his best year. But everyone passed over this guy. And then he was on the bench at New England. It was, it was only because Bledsoe broke his leg that he got a shot. And it just, I always think that, like, how many people out there are hands down Hall of Famers, but just don't get their shot? I believe more people are great Tom Brady's, but they just didn't get their shot. And so it's inspiring to me because I believe I'm a Tom Brady. And, if, okay. and as long as I get my shot, 
I'm going to blow up. So, but I, I'm, I'm sure that while he was waiting, he was doing what he needed to do to make sure that when he got his shot, he was on point. So that I, I, I like, I like Tom Brady. I like, I'm not a Tom Brady sexual, you know, like, like how they have like bronze sexuals, you know, I, I don't love him, but I actually really, really like him. I think he's the goat, but I think too. original question I was trying to get to was, let's say you were a Jets fan, right? You know how you're saying like you pick winners. What do you think about the people who are like, well, when you when you watch Tom Brady, let's say you just pick Tom Brady, he wins the Super Bowl that year. You don't feel as much joy as I win the Super Bowl after 23 years of losing records. What do you say to those people? I say that's a valid point, but I don't know how true it is because, you know, I'm not from New England. Yeah. You know, and so when I but when New England lost that perfect season. It's pissed. I was pissed. I felt that, I, you know, so I, I don't. And when we win, I was, it was awesome. And everybody, and when we lost, everybody called me and everyone hated on me. So I don't think it matters as much. Um, I don't have any, anything that like, I've been like a diehard fan for that long so that I could say, Oh yeah. Maybe like, if, oh, maybe when Mateus won ADCC in 2019, I felt like, yeah. You know, because I'm like diehard Marcelo, man. Like, it pisses me off that I feel like people kind of feel like we're, they still think that Marcelo is a great school, but I, I think that they kind of think we, we lost a step. So anytime I see Marcelo uh, students or people like do something good, I'm like, yeah. Ride or die. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't think, I mean, you know, I guess we wouldn't really know because the Jets haven't <laughs> haven't won yet. <laughs> Yeah, but maybe the Cubs. But I I like when people win too. So it's kind of like I'm more of a fan, I'm more a fan of sports in general. You know what I mean? Like I like sure. football and basketball. I like seeing the Warriors play because I I like the way they play. Just like I like the way the Pistons play. The ones that beat um, the Lakers with Chauncey Billups and Rasheed Wallace important. and Ben Wallace. Yeah. So you know I'm I'm a fan of the sport, man. So you're you're a fan of looking at winners and studying winners and modeling their their uh, their style. Yeah, I think okay. that's what I think that's what you should do. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, and again, it's there's no knock if you're like okay. a Pittsburgh fan or a Jets fan or whatever you whatever team you're going for. I just don't understand why people think that makes them inherently better. Sure, you know, it's just people get too people get into like crazy bar fights over over like teams that aren't even playing like on the tv yeah. at the time you're just over a conversation <clears throat> yo i like, was these guys could probably even care less that they won that weekend or not <laughs> it's man it's it's serious for people i mean i i don't i get it in college but like in, in the in the pros i feel like uh, come on man you know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> people get i mean i don't know i went to uh, a patriots bar in new york and it was it creeped me out I was like, this is this is too much. You guys are a little too into this team, man. <laughs> we went to uh, we went, our first weekend here actually this year. The Raiders were playing San Diego, or they're playing the Chargers, and I guess that's their big rival, right? And it was like a playoff game. It was regular season, but the winner got to go to the playoffs. Um, oh, okay. And it, it was a Raiders bar, and there was some guy who I forget who is Chris Collinsworth. One of the, the big announcers for NFL? I think it's Chris Collins, maybe? Okay. He's one of, okay, so like that guy. So I think he was just on the TV. And I think the Raiders were like tied for too long. And the guy who goes, fuck you. And he picks up the remote and he smashes it through the TV that everyone's watching. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, it kind of just seemed like another day at the Raiders bar. See, that's, that's, the, that's the energy that I was talking about. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know if I'm 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 here for this. <laughs> too casual for it. You're too casual. I'm for too it. casual. <laughs> I'm way too casual for this, man. You know, I see I see shorts and he's that serious about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you uh, so then how do you how do you so you have like how many pages do you have for the casual brand? Oh gosh, I probably have like fifteen. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I'm only active now on three, okay. the casual grappler, casual jazzer and casual producer. Okay. But like anytime I have an idea, I'll, I'll like, I'll grab it if I can. Sure. 
So like I have the casual model, the casual eater, the casual traveler, casual motivation page, you know, all sure. kinds of stuff like that. But I just don't, I don't use them. Although casual model and the casual eater were my original top pages, but then the other pages just took over, uh, which is funny to me because I think that those are like the, the topics that I'm most educated in. So I guess it just bleeds through, you know? Do, do So then how do you, how as a content creator who's always posting content every day who like you said is still hustling even though you got some good pages you're still hustling to blow up even more than you want you know, how how, yeah. how are you and there's already so much content like sometimes like i'll see tiktok and i'll see a funny one and i'm like fuck like i feel like i thought of that video you know you know what i mean like and how, how do you so how are you always just constantly creating new content all the time like you have a recipe or or not necessarily um so for me i you know with my personal stuff it's a mix so i do curation curation and also original content creation the curation is just i go out and i find stuff that i would want to watch my whole idea with the casual brand is i wanted to kind of recreate have you ever had like a a YouTube experience where you're on YouTube and you find yourself there for like an hour or two and you're just going down rabbit holes, you know? <laughs> every oh, day. Too much. Yeah, I think it's ruining my life, honestly. Yeah, yeah well, I, so, so I wanted to recreate that because Instagram, I felt like at the time, they didn't really have a, a strong recommendation. Um, system has gotten much better now. But so I just wanted to make a place where people could go and just binge videos, you know, back to back to back to back. So that's what I look for. I look for things that I would want to watch, things that I think are funny. I also now have a good beat on my community and I know what they want. So I do a mix of what they want ver also with, um, you know what BPPs are? Best performing yeah. posts. Okay. That's how I grew my page. That's how any, if you want to do a, like a curated page, you just go online and find, you pick a number, 50,000, 20,000, 100,000 views. And then you just repost that, you know, make sure you credit them, but those will always grow your page because the way the algorithm algorithms work, they just, if they see something work, they're going to let, they're going to try it again. And with me, <clears throat> I get up, I do my morning routine and then I'll spend like 30 minutes to an hour just going through trends. And sometimes I'll write down the sound and then ideas against the sound. Um, sometimes I'll just like instantly know what I want to do with the sound. Like yesterday I made a, I did a post and it was like, do you remember? And then that thing blew kept, up. That, that, that was the most I've ever had something go viral instantly. Like I, so I, I posted it at six and I went and did a live. And as I was doing live, I started, my phone started blowing up, like started getting all these notifications. And normally I'll get like, oh, like, like, or whatever, but it was like, comment, comment, comment. So I was like, wow, this thing is going off. So I said, let me check it out. It was 200,000 views Shit. in the first hour. Right, Whoa. right. Just, I've never, I've never had something like that, you know? So, but yeah, I saw it. I said, oh, I think that I can do this as a, a play on like going into the kitchen. And cause you know, I think most people when they go into the kitchen, they, they forget what they were looking for. I think that's something that most people can relate to. But my original copy for that was bad. I said, because I was going to say, going into the kitchen in your 30s. But the problem with that is if you like limit the, the scope of who can relate to that. So if you say after your 30s, now you get all the people that are 30 and up. So, you know, I just do that. And when I get, I have, I try to hit three posts a day. Once I got my three, then I go over to TikTok and I spend time on TikTok doing the same thing. And with TikTok, it's easier because I, I can batch easier. But on Instagram, it takes time. And, <laughs> you know, but it's just mostly just spending time on the apps, looking, seeing what's trending, seeing what's working and just trying, you know, like right now I found on TikTok and it's slowly seeping into um, Instagram, doing tweets, doing a, a screenshot of a tweet and then giving your take against the tweet. That's really, really popular right now. So you're doing a lot of studying too then as well. I do a ton of studying. Every single day I watch a minimum of hour of an hour's worth of how 
to approach the platforms, what's working, what are new trends, what are new things I should be looking into, um, because it changes. Week to week, it changes, you know? And um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a thing, it's called uh, dollar cost averaging. And basically it means that you invest into the stock market every week. So no matter if it goes up or down, your trend will essentially be somewhat steady. And I approach social media the same way. I'm just posting, I'm not tripping. If it does great, great. If it does terrible, I don't care, you know? I liked your red flags video the other day. She's, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> you can relate to that? I think everyone can, yeah. You know, you know what's funny? <laughs> this is a confession. So my, my pops, uh, he saw that video and he was like, Brian, He's like, what does thick AF mean? I was like, shit. I was like, uh, it means thick and fine. <laughs> so dad, if you if you if you watch this podcast, it doesn't mean thick and fine. Sorry. I feel like that would be a casual, that's a casual thing to say. What does thick AF mean? What is thick AF? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it was casual, you know, but I mean, yeah, a casual confession. Casual, casual dad. The casual dad. He, he needs, you know, actually, some people have reached out to me to kind of do like a franchise situation, like yeah. you know, but we just it's never really worked out. But I'm, I'm open to it. You know, if people wanted to do their own pages. I think ultimately that's what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. You're gonna wake up tomorrow and it's gonna be casual nutrition. <laughs> is, that, so is that what y'all started y'all started in nutrition and then that got you into grappling or uh, uh no no the, the whole purpose of this honestly was just to create something for jiu-jitsu for martial arts um no, so we're, i i think we're still i mean we have our, our we have a card product we're coming out with in december yeah. so you know the whole purpose of that is for you know grappling you know martial artist style so yeah, I think, uh, no, I think the whole point of the, if you're talking about from the get-go, the whole point of the get-go is just to be more of like a martial arts-based brand. Nice. Yeah. And then we started doing this, Jin wanted to do this, because I got a bar last January, it was cold out. It was like our first two nights in New York, and he's like, bro, let's fucking, bro, let's fucking do this. And I was like, all right, yeah, let's, let's do it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man, this is where it's at. It's just oh, hard yeah. to line up guests. Because you got to schedule them, and like I mean, I, I was a nightmare for you guys to schedule. I know, but no, I think you were no, I think you were super easy. Yeah, we were fine. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I felt no, the worst cause... is when the worst is when they respond to you. They're like, "Yeah, I can't wait to do it," and then and then you're like, "Okay, when?" And then you just never ever hear back from them again. Right. Because right. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's 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 hard to like line up guests. You know, I have so many people like they're, oh yeah, man, I would love to be on and I'd love to talk. And I'm like, cool, cool. What dates work for you? Yeah. Nothing. You gonna see five scenes in a row? Scene just now, scene five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, you gotta keep <laughs> unsending. Yeah, 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 you can tell me yeah. you don't wanna be honest. You're the one who said you wanted to. Right, yeah. right. I mean, you know, I don't know, man. People are weird. You could, man, you, you could really just fill out your podcast with just the people at Marcelo's gym. There's yeah, such no, a seriously. wide range of like specialties. I mean, you got like doctors, models, actors. I mean, freaking, what is his name? The guy, the Netflix, he's on The Daily Show. Ronnie. Ronnie Chang. Ronnie, Ronnie Chang's there, man. Yeah, that's you know? true. That's true. He's cool too, man. He's cool. Some people, when they're like famous, they don't, they kind of act like whatever. He gets in there, man. He rolls hard. Yeah, everyone rolls even, hard. Yeah. I don't even realize sometimes, like, when you're training jujitsu, like, someone could be a big deal, but I feel like, like, all that stuff, like, just goes out the window as soon as you step on the mats, you know? Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, Which I mean, is a good thing in a good way, you know? And I mean that in a good way. I think that's why you're seeing so many celebrities kind of get into it, you know, like Tom Hardy. Yeah. into it mario lopez these guys are competing too that's like crazy man yeah if i get my if i get my hands on tom hardy <laughs> it's not gonna be it's not gonna be nice would you fuck him up i'm going hard i'm going i'm not i'm not lying i'm not gonna be mean 
it's a competition. So you have to be, there's a certain level of like meanness, but I'm not gonna try to hurt him, but I am definitely, I'm gonna try to like drop 30 points on him. Before yeah, I do, you, do you think Demi Lovato is a legit uh, blue or purple belt? <laughs> I think she's a blue belt. Do you think she's a legit blue? I think she's too so, casual. I know she's been training. She's been, <laughs> you know, that's the thing though. It's like the belts don't mean the same. Like there was a guy who came in recently and he was a brown belt. And clearly he got his brown belt off Amazon because he was getting work. <laughs> but you know, so I, I've been to gyms, man, where like, it's, you know, it's, 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 it really, she could be good. You know, belts are crazy too because- She's you know, probably not good. <laughs> I haven't seen any, I haven't seen anything to say she's either good or bad. I'll, I'll just yeah. put it like that. Sure. She could be, she could be great. Sure. More than likely, it's you know, it's hard for them. They got to find time to train. You know, it's true. Yeah, so, I, I, I saw, I saw Jonah what? Hill say something one time where he was. I think he said he loved jujitsu, but he was getting, he would get upset because he feels like. Because he's Jonah Ho, people would go harder on him. But I'm like, dude, it's, it's fucking jujitsu. Everyone's trying to go harder. Yeah. It's they're trying to choke you. That's the point of it. He's yeah. See, that's the thing. It's not that he, they're trying to go hard because you're Jonah. It's because it's jujitsu. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter who you are, man. You know, it's like yeah. But you know, it's he. He doesn't know. He should know. At blue belt, he should understand. Bonnie seems yeah. to understand. Bonnie doesn't walk around like hey, you know. Be soft with me. Be gentle. Like, bro, get out of here with that. Go to Henzo. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian, you said you do a lot of, you don't just post mindlessly. You do a lot of studying and then you, you know, you post, you put thought into it. What do you think um, sets apart yeah. good content from bad content? Hmm. I don't really think there's a such thing thing is bad content although there is content that like is it's like i don't know how to explain it. it's like genius there's a new there's a new con uh there's a new post right now and it's a it's like an old white guy and he's talking about the ratio how to learn how to find out and he's like based on the amount that you f around you're going to find out have you seen that post yeah sure sure yeah, the chart with the chart. Yes, that that kind of stuff to me is like the same level as like the Lord of the Rings movie or Jurassic Park movie. It's just so brilliant. Like people who are able to find something that's so obvious, but like no one's been able to kind of say it or articulate it in a way that's funny. I think that that's I think that's awesome. That's good content. Yeah. So but anything could be good depending on the person. I see stuff all the time. How many videos have you seen of someone just sitting in their car ranting, you know, that gets millions of views? Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, so I, I really, mostly out of necessity, don't think about content as good and bad because it's personal. You know, what might be bad for me, someone might love, you know. Fair enough. Um, I just think, I think where people get into trouble is they overthink. They overthink and they take it personal and it's not personal. Even if you go viral, it's not personal. It's not about you. It's about how those millions of people felt about that video at that particular time. You could have posted that video an hour later and it would completely flop. So I just think that people overthink, they overproduce, especially on platforms like TikTok. It's like, man, get out of here with all that, that like fancy stuff. They don't you know, that's much. why TikTok's so popular, man. Yeah, people are doing too much. They got to casually post. Just pa casually post what you're thinking. You know, if you want to scale up your production, that's cool. But, you know, I think people just overthink it and they never end up posting anything. Yeah. So. And that's the big one. I think a lot of people, you know, it's something I fall into a trap with all the time. Like, I'm like, dang, like this video just, I look nasty in this video. This video is gross. Like, there's nothing cool about this video. But then I'm like, kind of like you said, like, if you just think like that, you're never going to end up posting anything. And I bet there's so many people who are like, oh, I want to have a right. page like this, but like, they've never ever started it because they think it has to be this, 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 that, you know? 
There's so many people. I can't tell you how many people I talk with and they have great ideas and we talk and we figure out stuff for them to do and they never do it because yeah. their hair didn't look right because they're, they don't like, you know, they don't like the way they look. They don't like the way they talk. It's like, man, just post, just post, you know, yeah. you can always improve. So it's, it's there's like a, there's like a, um, I think a lot of people feel like when they first start posting and they've never posted or maybe never even been that creative, like actively before, where they kind of post and let's say they're not super confident. I think they feel like they're like, oh, I'm showing the world, like, what is it? Emperor, like the naked emperor. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You know? The emperor has no clothes. Yeah, like I'm showing the world without my clothes on. Like I'm just, you know, and I think that's like probably what prevents a lot of, it scares a lot of people. You know, like, it, oh, yeah. this this might blow up in a million views, but I didn't look good in this, you know. Man, you, you would be surprised. A lot of people really don't want the smoke of like blowing yeah. up. Sure. It, let me tell you something. It is it is difficult, man. Like the more, more eyes you, you get, the more haters you get and trolls and. Sure. But, you know, I, I don't, it's like, what is it from? It's the four agreements. You know what I mean? Do you guys know about that? The four agreements? It's a great book. No. You should read it. I had to read it when I moved to New York because I was taking everything personal. I was like, this guy doesn't like me. This person doesn't like me. Why haven't they called me back? Why didn't I get this show? This Fuck, I got to read that book. Oh my gosh. The four agreements. It'll change your life. Um, but yeah, so it's just don't take anything personal. If you don't take anything personal, I mean, even like surviving it, like Marcelo, like one of my good friends, uh, Cal, you guys know Cal? Yeah. Um, one time he was getting ready for a competition and I, you know, I asked him for a role and he was like, no, I can't, I can't like, you know, you're, you're a waste of a role for me. And I took that person, I started to take it personal, but then I was like, no, it's not personal. He need, he's just, he's locked in and he's doing what he needs to do. And then after class, he came by and he was like, Hey man, I'm sorry. I'm like, no man, you're good. I get it. You know, I, if, if I want to roll with you, I need to make sure that I'm not a waste of a role, you know? Like, so, you know, it's easy to take stuff personal. Like someone like, like Jonah, like Jonah Hill is totally doing this. Thinking <laughs> that people want to hurt him because he's Jonah Hill. It's like, no, man, people just want to, they want to win, yeah. you know? So, <laughs> and if you, and if you're pissed about it, then get better. Yeah. It's very simple. It's a very, very easy fix. Get better. Is that, is, is not taking a personal also fall in line, you think, with like taking extreme personal responsibility? Yeah, I mean, I think with the, taking extreme personal responsibility is like the best thing you can do for yourself, right? Because like that's the only thing you really can control. Yeah. That's the only element that you have control over. So I try to approach it from that point, that standpoint. I try to take this responsibility for everything. I think I actually do it a little too much because sometimes it's, it's not me. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, but, and you know, like, yeah, I think it's always good though to start with yourself and then work from there. How, so how do you, how do you not get burnt? Not, I want to say burnt out, but don't you ever get like flustered or by all the different, like by studying how I'm going to do YouTube shorts during TikTok doing Instagram, oh, then I got to do three for this, three for this, three for that. Like, do you ever get burnt out or, <clears throat> or not? Do you just love it? Uh, no, no, I don't love it. I, lo I love problem solving, which is what I, the way I can, the way I look at making a piece of content that, that does as well. Yeah. <clears throat> the problem is I have zero views. How do I change that? Um, I've, I've been burnt out. I mean, like when I first started, I was posting on five pages four times a day, every single day. Mm. And that was awful, <laughs> but it was, it was what I needed to do because you know, the thing, the reason why I don't get burnt out, two reasons, what I said at the very beginning of the, of the, of the podcast, I'm super, super intentional about balance. You know what I mean? Like I don't work past what I feel good about. I have jujitsu, which, it's like two and a half hours of no phone, no, you know, none of that. Um, and then I think about it like, man, this is like free money. 
You know, like if someone told you for every video you post, it'll be worth $5 in 10 years, you would post every, you would post as much as you could. That's how I approach it. I think that every time I post a video, I'm getting one step closer to just like blowing up. Um, I'm convinced of it. I'm making money from all the platforms now. Um, and I'm not making money from YouTube yet, but I'm, I'm very close. And so, you know, just it's free money. That's how I, that's how I approach it. You know, it's a, I have the opportunity to change my life if I just work. Sure. So then before, before I ask our last question or two, I want to ask a side question, uh, as a, as an anime, as a casual anime fan, what anime do you think is the most, um, I know there's an anime called jujitsu, so I, I don't, and I don't know it, but I don't want to, I, I, it's disqualified from the question. Yeah, that's disqualified from the question because it has okay. it in the name. What anime do you think is most similar to uh, jujitsu or martial arts? Okay. Um, mm, this is a good question. Good question. I think, the, the see, the problem with jujitsu, the anime that I will, I'm leaning towards is Haikyuu, which is an anime about volleyball. Haikyuu, okay. But the problem with jujitsu is like you're by yourself. And that's a team sport. So, I it just depends, you know. Like, I think high Q okay, is very. You know what? No, food wars. Food, food wars. wars. Okay. Food wars is very much like jujitsu. Is that an, um, that's an anime? It's an anime, yeah, and it's about cooking, and it's it's about a guy who goes to a cooking school, an elite cooking school. And everybody there is good, and they push Shoku each other. No. Yes, yes. Okay. And I and I feel similar to the to the main character in that. Okay. You know, we're all there, we're all there around jujitsu. We're there to get better. We help push each other. There's different levels. You know, we all have different levels, and we all have different skills and games. And uh, by kind of you know sharpening each other, we get better. And that's what that anime is about. So the main character Soma Soma Yukihara. Yukihira Soma. That's your that's your guy. That's my guy. He's he's like my second or third favorite character of all time. So you so you would say so what makes you relate to this guy? You think for for Jiu-Jitsu's sake? Um, because I don't know anything about the Food Wars. Only only anime I know is Dragon Ball Z and Naruto. The casual, ultimate casual. You are you are definitely a <laughs> and there's, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, um, <clears throat> I would say that the thing about Yukihiro Soma is that he has insane confidence, like Kanye level confidence, but he's also super aware. You know what I mean? Like of of where he is. When he meets somebody that's a better cook than him, he's gonna go at them and and try and believe that he can win. But when he loses, he's like, No, I lost. Yeah, that was you're great you're a better chef and i feel like that i feel like uh the way i approach jujitsu is that i'm gonna go for everybody like i got a shot but i i don't take it personal when i get smashed you know what i mean like but i'm still gonna go you know because each day i'm chipping away a little bit you know what i mean i'm getting sure. closer to passing the guard i'm holding positions longer i'm getting in the back you know so yeah that's how i that's how i think about it are you a, were you a Dragon Ball Z fan? Yeah, I mean, so <laughs> it's funny because I'm a Watch huge Dragon Ball Z. I'm a legit fan. I'll, I'll gatekeep. Watch out. I'm a I'm a huge Dragon Ball Z fan, but I really love trolling the Dragon Ball community. Okay. Because they, they get so angry. Like if I say like, oh, Saitama can beat Goku, they get angry. Or if I say this character can beat Goku, if I call Goku a mid character, they get so furious, yeah. and it's just it makes me laugh. Sure. But I mean, I can't. I think anybody, most people that like watch anime have to put some time in with Dragon Ball. It's like the, okay. it's like the standard, you know what I mean? It's like your close sure. guard. Sure. <laughs> so then, so then as, as someone who's a, a Dragon Ball gatekeeper, what character do you think you would relate to most in Dragon Ball and the Dragon Ball Z series? Oh, this is easy. Vegeta. Vegeta. Oh, yeah. All day, yeah. every day. He's my favorite character. I used to wear my hair like Vegeta in high school. Oh, really? Yeah, it was wild. I don't know if it was good. <laughs> <laughs> you should bring up the guy. The guy. Back. 
No, I don't know. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was wild back then. That's that was a wild look, man. But my homie, the one who got me into uh, jujitsu, yeah. he the, the first day I wore it, he was like, Vegeta. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> Everybody else at school was like, bro, what's up with Brian? I think he lost it. <laughs> I think he flipped out. <laughs> but the homie, the homies knew. The homies know. That's how it is, man. The homies always know. Hell yeah. Jesus yeah, yeah. my, my guy. Still to this day, top five. I think I think most honestly I think Vegeta is like I think he represents like almost most people in the world who are just trying to achieve something but like you know what I mean like he's it, just so much more relatable than to Goku in a sense where like even though like obviously like yeah Goku's like you root for Goku honestly I don't really get as excited when Goku fucks shit up anymore because it's like bro I've seen it all the time you know well he does yeah Vegeta is the Craig Jones of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Okay, Jones of Dragon Ball Z. All right, so then, so then, what do you think separates a successful? So Jen asked, "What do you think separates successful content? What do you think separates successful content creator?" Oh, that this one's easy as well. It's consistency. It's consistency. It's, cons it's consistency. Consistency. So, like, if you just post a video every day, you're going to get, you're going to get better. You just you're going to get better. Um, and then it's going to compound. You know, someone's going to see it. And it's not so much about the, everyone thinks it's about the viral video. It's not the viral video. It's someone seeing you once and then seeing you another time. And, and then in their mind, starting to build a momentum. Oh, this person must be somebody because I'm always seeing them, even, if, even though it's only like two or three times. So <clears throat> consistency is why people, it's everything, everything. Jiu-jitsu, uh, music, production, saxophone playing, definitely in content creation. People can't keep up the consistency. And it's hard, man. Some days I stare at the trends and I don't feel anything. And I'm like, oh, but then I'll just post a crappy post because I, you keep showing up for your community. They will show up for you. And the platforms, they appreciate it. They need content. And if you're someone that shows them that I will, I will make content, they will start to give you more exposure. You know, like I, I, I blew up on TikTok first, blew up. I got to like 70,000 uh, followers on TikTok before I had any other followers or anything. But then I started focusing on Instagram and TikTok, TikTok started giving me less exposure because they're like, no, we want you to post on here. So now I have to post on there three to four times a day. But now they're starting to give me more exposure again. So, you know, consistency, man, do not overthink it. Some great advice I got from a jazz saxophone is Branford Marsalis. He said, it's not about, you don't need to be both people. You don't need to make the music and like the music. You know, you make it and then let people like it or hate it. It doesn't matter. That's their job. Your job is just to make it. And that's how I approach content. You know, I have, so I have some of my favorite videos I've made have like three views. But they're still my favorite. I still giggle when I see when I see them. So yeah. consistency, don't take anything personal and don't overthink it. That's what makes you a great content creator. So I mean, I was gonna I guess our last question was just gonna be well, I guess last question would be, I don't know if it, it would be a similar answer, but what if so let's say somebody's listening to this right now, man, like they've been thinking they don't even know who the black vote show is. They don't know who any of us are. They just stumbled on this last clip and they're like man, I've always wanted to be a content creator. I don't know where to start or I'm afraid or I don't know what to do. And, and they, hear you, they hear me ask you, what advice do you have for someone who just wants to start creating content, but doesn't know what to create or doesn't know how to or doesn't know where to start? <clears throat> so I would say the first thing you need to do, most people say the first thing you need to do is just post. That's, that's not true. The okay. first thing you need to do is sit back and think about what it is that you like, you know, and then also think about it like this. If you like, let's say you like traveling, right? But that's not like your passion. You got to think about it like this. Sorry, it's, it's hard to explain. You might like Pat, you might like traveling, but if it had, if it became something that like, that's the majority of your life, you know what I mean? You have to think about that. I'm, I think it's important to know 
if I became famous talking about anime, would I be happy? If I became famous uh, talking about jujitsu, would I be happy? That's a potential. Start there and then start, and then just start making videos, start talking about it. You know what I mean? Like just, just start. Once you find out what you're passionate about and you're okay to blow up on, then just start making videos, you know? And then I think another thing that people don't do is they don't play on the apps. If you don't, if you don't spend time on TikTok, you're not going to understand how to make a, a proper TikTok video. Same with Instagram, same with YouTube. They're different. They have different feels. And so whatever app you're going to use, just get on there and play a couple hours a day. You know, it sounds like a lot and it is a lot, but if you're, you're crazy to think that you can break through all the white noise without spending time understanding you know how things work so i would say figure out what you're passionate about just start and then play on the apps play on the apps spend some time seeing how people comment what makes people excited what kind of videos they're posting and then go with that love it something you're okay with blowing up on i love it hey well brian that's uh that's all we got for the show today man thank you Brian. Hey, thank you so much thank you so much for having me man this has been fun yeah, but let's bro, let's do this again soon and let's 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 get you like a regular thing. We had a really good time with you. <laughs>